First John chapter 2 verse 14. Yokana ibaruwe soke sule soka sula ya kubiri. I have written unto you fathers because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you young men because ye are strong and the word of God abideth in you and ye have overcome the wicked one. Yokana ibaruwa esoka isula ya kubiri nyiru wakuminanya. Mbawandi ikidemwe abakade kubanga mutege doyo eyabao okuva kulubelebelie. Mbawandi ikidemwe abavubuka kubanga muina amanyi nechigambo cha katonda chibe ilamumwe ilamu wangu deo mubi. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the last thereof, but he that uh, doeth the will of God abideth forever. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. I want to welcome the pastors who are with us already. Amen. Pastor Benon from Hoima. Amen. Uh, Pastor James Kabateri from uh, Kabale. Pastor Gad from Rutoto. Amen. Amina. Pastor Nathan from Speckled Bird. Musumba Nathan Speckled Bird. Amen. And others, I believe, are still coming. Amen. So uh, we are going to add also from the book of Joshua, chapter one, chapter five, verse one. Tugenda gatako okuva mchitabo cha Joshua esulatano runyorusoka. And it it came to pass. When all the kings of the Amorites, yeah. and it came to pass when all the kings of the Amorites, which were on the side of, the, of Jordan westward, and all the kings of the Canaanites, which were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over, that their heart melted, neither was their spirit in them anymore. Because of the children of Israel. Awo bakabaka bonna ababa mori abali mitara wayoda ni kurui orebu guanjuba ne bakabona ababa kanani abali kunyanja weba ulira mukama weyazikiriza amaz weyakaliza amaziga yoda ni mumaso gavana baishiraidi okutuka betwa mara oksomoka omutima guawe negusanuka. Songa tewachari alinamo omoyo mubo oruava na vaisiraidi. 
At that time the Lord said unto Joshua, Make thee sharp knives and circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. And Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the hill of the four skins. And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise all the people that came out of Egypt, men of war, died in the wilderness by the way after they came out of Egypt. Now all the people that came out were circumcised, but all the people that were born in the wilderness by the way as they came forth out of Egypt, them they had not circumcised. For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness till all the people that were men of war which came out of Egypt were consumed because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord and to whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the land which the Lord swore and to their fathers that he would give us a land that floweth with milk and honey. Kubanga abana ba Israeli bata ambulira emiaka amakumi anamudungu okutusa egwanga lyonna bebalwanyi abava mu misiri reli agwao kubanga tebaulira dobozi lya mukama mukama abera be yalairira obutabagabanya obutabaganya kulaba nsi mukama je yalairira bajjajjawe okutuwa and, yeah, and their children whom he raised up in their stead, them Joshua circumcised, for they were uncircumcised because they had not circumcised them by the way. And it came to pass when they had done circumcising all the people that they abode in their places in the camp till they were whole. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you. Wherefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal unto this day. May the Lord uh, continue to add the blessing upon his word. Amen. Amina. Now I'm going to talk about the Joshua and Caleb uh, generation. Which we are we are. You see, this we have had three exoduses. 
Brother Branham preached a message called the third exodus. And uh, this that we are in is the third one. The first one is what we have read in the book of Joshua. God was calling a church. He was calling a nation out of nation. That was the Exodus. The second one was uh, a spiritual one. Where God was calling the church out of denominations. And now we are in the third one. Amen. Where God is calling us out of denominations. To the rapture. To the millennium. The first one was led by God himself. And the, the second one was led by God himself. Made flesh in his son. And the third one is led by God himself. In Elijah the prophet. Using Elijah the prophet by sending Elijah the prophet. Calling the church out of denominations. To millennium. Through the rapture. Now. Types and shadows never die. You can just look at the nature of the first exodus. All that happened there. And how God reacted to what they did. And all the characters that were there. And you will find it today. Because types and shadows will not die. We are in the third one now. Praise God. The last scripture that we have read. Joshua had to circumcise the children of Israel. The second time. Because there are those who were born in the wilderness that have not been circumcised. Now, circumcision is still going on. There is no person of the Bible. There is no person of the Bible. There is no person of the Bible that gets discarded. But only it turns from a, a shadow, I mean, uh, from a shadow to a reality. We still circumcise. We still observe Sabbath. 
We still worship under the blood Just like they did Amen Only what they did physically Today we have spiritually Brother Branham for instance told us Circumcision today Just like uh, the physical it was the cutting of the surplus flesh Today we also spiritually lose the surplus flesh When we receive the Holy Spirit The Holy Spirit is fire Is fire The Holy Spirit is a razor blade he cuts the, the surplus flesh from your life. Amen. Amina. Envy. Enugu. Temper. Obusungu. Jealousy. Eputwa. Lies. Okwaka. All the things. That lesser cuts from the head to the bottom. And it falls off. And you find yourself. Whereas you used to be short tempered. Now it's not there. You are different. Someone can provoke you. But now your reaction is different from what it was. Why? That foreskin. That surplus flesh was removed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So we need a circumcision for us to enter the promised land. For us to walk with Joshua. Amen. 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 Hey, praise God. Now, another type we see here. God made Moses. In the burning bush, you see it is called burning bush. But that burning was not of little fire. It was the pillar of fire. He was called under the pillar of fire. And he was sent. To go deliver. Even in our age, God raised a major prophet, a major ministry, born under the pillar of fire, led and guided by the pillar of fire throughout his life to call out the bride out of denomination. As it was written in the Bible Before the great and dreadful day come I will send you Elijah the prophet And that Elijah the prophet Will turn the hearts of the children To their fathers Hallelujah And our fathers 
the original book of Acts Pentecostal believers. Lest they come and smut the earth with a curse. Because God has one church. God is not double standards. God has one church. And that is the church is started on the door Pentecost. That church was a Pentecostal church. It was a Pentecostal church. Not the modern Pentecostal denomination, no. But the Pentecostal church. With the power of God. With signs and wonders. With gifts of the Holy Spirit. With the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Amen. With signs and wonders, miracles, manifestations of the supernatural. And as the acts of the Holy Spirit in those men and women, a book of testimonies was made. That is called a book of acts. It's commonly called the book of Acts of the Apostles, but Brother Branham corrected that. He said it's the book of Acts of the Holy Spirit. Using the apostles. It is the Holy Spirit. His act. So, Elijah the prophet comes at the end of the ages before the great and dreadful day comes, which we know is just around the corner. That day is just around the corner. He comes to turn the heart of the children back to that. The book of Acts of the Holy Spirit. And he says, if he does not come to accomplish that, I will come and smite the whole earth with a curse. Because he looked at this day, there was no true church. But there was apostasy. There was apostasy. And an just a, a, a name. Just a name, something that uh, something that uh, was uh, camouflaged with a name of Christianity. But when it didn't have the real attic of Christianity that Jesus started. 
Amen. Amen. It was different. And when God looked at it, he could not come and take anything out of it. It was a rapture. He could not take anything from it. It was a rapture. So he said, if I come, I will smite the whole thing. But for the hope and for the way of escape for, the, for those who wants to for those who are elected I will send Elijah the prophet and he will turn the heart of the children the fathers then I will come and smite the earth with a curse when there are those who have survived you see brethren in every age God ever made a mass destruction like that he never does without sending one warning. And warning comes by a messenger. Two. A way of escape. And then judgment comes. In the time of Noah. He did the same. Noah, the messenger, with a message to the ark as a place provided for escape. Then judgment came. In Sodom and Gomorrah, before it was burned, angels came first. Then a message to show them how to to those who want to escape, how to escape. And then fire came. So we said types and shadows never die, right? So even in our time, there has to be a way of escape. And then a message that comes with a messenger. And then Judgment comes. What is the way of escape today? Jesus Christ is the ark. Not denomination. No church. No church is the way of escape. No denomination is the way of escape. Jesus. How do we enter into Jesus? By the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We are baptized into his body. There you are safe. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Look at the scripture here in the second Peter, in the book of Second Peter, chapter one. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Petero mutumewa Yesu Christu eriaba balonde abasa sana abatambuza. Tuli mukusoma second episode. 
Simon Petero omuddu ero mutume wa Yesu Kristu eri abo abafuna okukiriza okomuwendo omunji ngafe bwetwafuna mu butukirivu bwa katonda wa fe ero mulokozi wa fe Yesu Kristu bobo wandike barua bulijo uh, when you're writing a letter usually usoka na manyago gwawandika you start with your name you the writer then ozako gwawandikira then you write the person you're addressing to then ozako baka then you write the message. Katono Simon Peter. So Simon Peter. Is writing to people. Which have already received. The like precious faith. Like them. Which people? The Peters. Understanding. Amen. Amen. The Simon Peter Pani Kirabo. I Simon Peter writing to those Abafuna which received Kunokizokumwendo. This like precious faith. Just like we received Kati Wadwokizokumwendo. So there is precious faith. Kwevatugamba containing for the faith. Which you were told Yokuakanila Okukiriza that was once delivered to the saints. Now after that faith. There came an age of apostasy. As it was already prophesied by the Holy Spirit through his apostles. That Christ will not come until they will come a, fall, a falling away first. And that falling away means apostasy, falling into apostasy. The church was to fall into apostasy. And then, if the church was to fall into apostasy, that directly means it was to be restored. So that when he comes, he takes a church like the one he started. Because he did not say that he's coming to take a church in apostasy. He said he's coming to take a church that is without spot and without wrinkle. And there are many scriptures that indicate that there was to be a restoration. So Simon Peter is writing to those who have obtained. Simon Peter the like precious faith. So Simon Peter was writing to the people of this age, to the bride of this age. He was writing to you with eyes of prophecy, prophetic eyes. He saw a people after 2,000 years who believe like them, who believe exactly like themselves, like the Peters, like the Pauls, like the Marys, like the Mothers, like the Book of Acts Saints. He said, I write to you, you who have obtained by the grace of God, you have obtained congratulations. 
Congratulations for obtaining the late precious faith with us. Hallelujah. I want to inform you if there has ever been a miracle on the earth. A miracle in the kingdom of God. It is you. Our existence that we believe. We believe what Paul believed what Peter believed what John once you Because God in the book of Joel, He expressed the trouble that befell His church. And He said that which the Pamom has left has the locust eaten. That which the locust has left has the kankom eaten. That which the kankom has left has the caterpillar eaten. But in chapter 2, verse 25, he said, But I will restore. I will restore. I will restore. That the locust that can come, the palm of the, the caterpillar. Brother, sister, those three insects he has mentioned. They are enemies to trees. They destroy trees. And one of them eats the fruit. And the other one sweeps all the leaves. And the other one destroys the bark. And the other one gets into the stem and sucks all the life out that the tree becomes nothing but firewood. But in that state God said I So when Peter saw that restored church, he said, I write to you, the elected lady, the living miracle.
miracle under the sun. Those of you, by the grace of God and by the power of God, who have obtained the like precious faith with us, that is the restored church. And today, Paul rose. Oh, Peter. He will come looking for a message church. That is where he has to fellowship on Sunday. On a fellowship day. That is where he has to fellowship. A people who believe like them are people of the same faith. But all that has been accomplished through the prophet promise of Malachi 4.5 I will send you Elijah he will turn he will turn the house of the children to the fathers and that turning process is a journey of a third exodus he types, he types, he types Moses. Musa Moses Musa was calling a people from a strange land. Was Egypt a strange land for Egyptians? No. It was a strange land for who? For Israel. They have their, their home. But now they were all they are all relocated. To the strange land. It wasn't by choice. It was by conditions. It was by, by famine. That's what took them there. And they lived there 400 years. The whole family. The whole family was there. And now it has become multiplied and become a nation. The whole seed of Abraham is there. And now he sends to them the prophet to bring them from the strange land to bring them back home. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. bring them back where? Home! A land where Abraham lived. Their father. Take, take Vereza, imagine. Imagine. You are an Israelite. You have been here for 400 years. You have read history that has lived in the earth 400 years. And more that you come from 
a man called Abraham. And that man Abraham was an elect of God chosen of God and a friend of, of, of God. A friend of God that on earth there has never been a friend of God like him. Imagine you know you come from such roots. From a man who was a friend of God. That even before God does anything, He says, Can I do anything without informing my friend? He goes to him. God, God goes to him and talks to him. And then Abraham begins the terms. But Mukama. Shall you destroy the good and the evil? When you find the righteous, shall you not spare? And he said, I will spare. And they are eating. They are drinking. They are taking tea. And they are taking milk. They are eating muchomo. God and his friend. Ah! Hey. And now you know that your blood is from such a man. But now you're in Egypt where they worship birds and they worship monkeys. And they worship weird animals. So now God has said, I've come to take you back. There, God, where he visits his friends, where God does miracles. And he gives a man of a hundred years and a woman of ninety years strength to give birth and he restores them to, to youth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's where I'm taking you. You're going to go back in the place. And you're going to stand in the very place where God, where your father Abraham, where they sat and they conversed eye to eye. And your next father. God had requested to, uh, him to be given as a sacrifice. That he be offered as a, a sacrifice. And you are grand, great, grand. Abraham, when he was going to offer him, then an angel spoke. Abraham, I have seen your heart. 
Don't slay your child. Behold the lamb. And the lamb was created. In the thicket there. So that is a land. Where God. Where, where the spoken word works. Where the third pool operates. That's the land of the third pool. That's the land of miracles. That's the land where God speaks to his people. You're going to step there. You're going to see the mountain, the hill. Where the lamb was created. You're going to see the place. Where Jacob, whereas he had rested and used the stone as a pillow. He saw a ladder that stretched to heaven and angels ascending and descending. You are going to a place where angels descend and ascend and where God speaks to his people in dreams and visions and manifestations and miracles and the power of God. That's where you're going. A land that flows with milk and honey. And that's the message of the prophet. Prophet Moses' message was the message of the restoration being restored to the book of Acts. Because Canaan was their book of Acts. Isn't that right? Yes. Dara was their book of Acts. That is Canaan. Hallelujah. And God sends a message, a, a messenger with a pill of fire with signs, wonders, miracles. Amen. A special prophet with the power of God vindicated. One compromiser. Let my people go. Let my people go. I'm not leaving behind anybody. I'm not leaving behind anybody. No hoof. No, no child. No hoof. No animal. Everything that belongs to us. We are going with it. To serve the Lord. Into total deliverance. We must be totally delivered. No claim. No Egyptian claim. Hallelujah. No Egyptian whip shall be upon our back again. Our God has come to deliver us. We are going to worship Him like our fathers did. That says the Lord under the pill of fire. Oh, hallelujah. God has sent us such a prophet in our age.
I'm so glad that I'm in this move. The end time move. I'm so glad that God has called me to follow this move. This revival, this restoration. Katiulida, listen. Musa, Moses, Nava Kulembera, led them. Nava Kulembera, and he led them. Nay, Musa. But Moses was not the chief leader. The chief leader Jehovah. was Jehovah. Remember he said, I have had and I am come down to deliver them. I am not there anymore. I am come down to deliver them. So who was their leader? Jehovah himself was their leader. Moses was a physical representative of the main leader. But the main leader was Jehovah himself. Even when Moses died before crossing Jordan, that, that main leader chose another physical representative to take them through. And when they crossed Jordan, after this circumcision that we have seen, they found a very tough and he was standing by the walls of Jericho. Hallelujah. And when Joshua beheld him, he knew this is not an ordinary soldier. This is not an ordinary man. He's got a super kingdom. Where he's come from. And he asked him, Are you for us? Or against us? He knew he's not a man from Jericho. This is not a man from Canaan. He has not, and he has not come from our land. He has come from a strange land. And he knew he has come to fight for a certain side. He has come to fight for as one of the sides. Because he did not look ordinary. Are you for us? Or you're for our enemies? 
That great captain opened his mouth and told him, I am the captain of the host of the Lord. Hallelujah! I'm the chief commander of the host of the Lord. And he worshipped him. That soldier. He was Jesus Christ. Brother Branham said. Brother Branham Yagama. It is the same pill of fire. That had been leading them. But now it had made flesh. It had become flesh. Made flesh. So listen, brethren. We are youths. We are youths. People who saw that, they were youths. They were youths. They were not old men. Truly, they were youths. This is the theme of this conversion. They were youths. They were not old men. The old men which were married. Joshua. It was Joshua and Caleb. The rest of them. They were youths. You youth there. You've got a promise of overtaking the land which was promised. They were youths. Those who crossed Jordan, they were youths. The Those who saw that captain in flesh, they were youths. Those who saw the walls of Jericho fall by the power of that, that commander, they were youths. Born in the journey. Born in the journey. Youth. Who never lived in Egypt. Youth. Who only had about Egypt. Youth. Who only read in the books. About Egypt. About the taskmasters. Those who just read in the books that when the prophet raised the rod and he called upon the frogs and they came and he lifted up his hands and he called upon flies and he lifted up his rod and he made water blood they just read about them those ones 
Jericho fall. They are the ones who saw Jericho fall. Abo. Listen to this. Now let us stand like Joshua and Caleb. Now watch close. This is going to have spiritual background. Spiritual background, which we have already now looked at. We have looked at, we have looked at, the, we have looked at the, the spiritual background. Now let us stand like Joshua and Caleb as we see the promised land coming in sight. It's nearing the time to be given. Joshua, Joshua in Hebrew means Savior and represents the promised end time leader to take the church over. The end-time Who is this end-time leader? It is the Holy Spirit. It is the pillar of fire. It is the angel of the Lord. It is Jesus Christ. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven with an open book. And when he came down, seven thunders roared their voice. Amen. That is the end time leader. And he stood on the land and on the sea. And declared, time shall be no more. That is the end time leader. Caleb represents the two believers who stayed with Joshua. The two believers who stayed with Joshua. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I have written to you, young men. 
Mbawandi ikidemwa wavubuka. Because Kubanga you are strong. Murina amani. Because I have written to you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. Bawandi kidema wabuka kuwanga muangu de omubi. You see, Olava, the devil thought Stani Aloza is going to defeat our generation. Tiagenda kuangulo mlembe kwa fe. And heaven will not be represented. And he has brought every staff and every, every temptation. He has released every gate of hell upon the earth. There has never been a time. Where it is hard to live a Christian life than this time we are in. Brother Branham says there has never been. Brother Branham Remember there was a time. Just if you profess that you are Christian, you'd be beheaded for it. Or burnt alive. Oh, burnt alive. But still, that was not the worst time. To be killed physically for what you believe is easier. You are killed. You know, it's just a few minutes, a few hours when I'm tortured and finally I die. I go to meet my Lord. That is easier. But it is today where the Spirit says in the last days hilarious times shall come. So it is today the end time is the most perilous time. Because today, men and women are dead. Spiritually, they go to church, but dead. They are preachers, but they are dead. They sing in choir, but dead. They are Sunday school teachers, but they are dead. They are baptized in water. But dead. They are called But dead. Dead everywhere. It's very hard to live a Christian life. There is a lot of deception around. People settle for being churchgoers. Just belonging to a church. Huh? Belonging to the message church. I'm born in the church. My father is a deacon. My father is a preacher. 
Chitange mubulizi. My mother is an old believer. Mami mukiriza wada. So, norecho. That's not enough. Many people are settled for that. And they are spiritually dead. They don't know. Praise God. But when John looked at you, he said, I write to you, young person, young man. Amen. Amen. I have written to you, young man. Mm. Wow. Because you have overcome the wicked one. God saw you overcome. God saw an overcomer. So the devil thought everybody will be defeated. Everybody will be worldly. Everybody will wear a mini skirt and wear makeup and go after the world. But he saw the Holy Spirit saw you amidst this dark hour stand firm and strong and you defy the temptations of the age and you say me I am a child of God I am a daughter of God I am not an Egyptian I am not an Egyptian I am not a Moabite I am a seed of Abraham I am different and then the Holy Spirit says Return to you because you have overcome the wicked one. Praise be the name of the Lord. Do you know that that is what God is professing over the youth? What he says about you is victory. And he says something about the old men. He says something about the, the children. But what he says about you is victory. The youth, your overcomers. Hallelujah. Your overcomers. Amen. Amen. Your conquerors. Say I'm a conqueror. In the army of Joshua. Amen. Amen. I have written unto you fathers because he cut you. So he speaks about the youth twice. He first says, 
That he has overcome. Amen. Amen. And again he says. I've written unto you fathers because you have known him from the beginning. I've written unto you young men because ye are strong. That you've overcome the evil one. Amina. Amen. And he goes on and says, Because you are strong. You're strong. And the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked. One, you are strong. You have the word. And you have overcome the wicked. Those are the qualities over young Christian. The qualities of a young Christian one is that you are strong. You are an overcomer. And you have the word. May the Lord be praised. I've told you I got saved at 17. Pastor Gwandaro, at what age did you get saved? 22. 22, 17. And let me tell you, I think I've never been so fiery as a Christian like I was that time. Amen. Some youth think they become more devoted. They become more fiery as they age, as they grow older. It's a lie. Even the Bible has proven that it is when you are a youth. That's when you are strong. And that's when you have the words. And that's when you overcome the wicked. And remember after, you know, I, as I've told you, I got saved in the vacation. And uh, uh, then my results came and then we have uh, the school organizer leave us party. And uh, in the leavers party, I refused to join the rest in dancing. And the head teacher compelled me and said, you are the head boy, you should go. I said, I'm born again. I'm saved. I can't dance. Strong. Amen. If you are not strong now, you will never be strong. 
And I started preaching the gospel right away. My church was just also a few meters. You can walk there. When you go out on the main road, you'll see a hill on the other side. That's where my church was. And I would wake up at night around 2 and put on my coverings of cold and I walk the mountain up to the church. Pray till morning. Pray till morning. In holiday on Saturdays when there is no school I would go around those places of Kamocha there. Preaching, the, testifying, preaching the gospel. With my Bible. I would knock on, you know, gates. Big gates. Big gates. I'm an evangelist. I preach of the gospel. I brought you good news. And I'm asking security people there to open for me. They, let me inquire. They go and inquire to their bosses. Some of them would chase me. Others would open for me. And I enter there. And set them down. Preach to them. And after that, I ask them whether they want to make their choice for Christ. I saw big people. Mothers and dads. Kneel down in their sitting room. And I lead them to Christ. And I pray for them. 18 years old. 19. Amen. Amen. Young. But on fire. You must begin now. If you haven't begun, you are late. You are late. I married at 25. But 17 to 18, I never held any opposite sex. Beyond a handshake. Never. God being my witness. Pentecostal. But not all of it was Pentecostal. Eight, 17, uh, at 17. I made my choice for Christ. I received him as my Lord and Savior. Three years later, from 17 at 3, 21, I received the message through books and tapes. We didn't know there are message churches. Nobody preached to us the message. You are more lucky. You are fortunate. 
For us, we believe the message. No one preached to us. And we didn't know there is a message world of people to inspire us, to motivate us. Just getting the materials. And we believe. This is the truth. We must stand for it. Come rain, come sunshine. Since I'm a believer of the message. And I was burning like wildfire. I wanted everyone to know it. In my Pentecostal church, I started in the youth group. Preaching to it. The pastor learned of it and he started persecuting me. When I joined school, when I went to school, when preach it. And the school, the scripture union, they started now persecuting me. Scripture Everywhere. If you're not yet on fire, you're so late. Okay, you're pure late. The Bible tells you that the youth is strong. Waman is strong. Era and muanguzi is an overcomer. Era and he's got the word. The word is with the youth. These old men start to preach to them and they, it enters. When you see an old man believe, that's a miracle. The word of God seems to have nowhere to hold in them. The old people. It is better to, to age with a word. That is different. Brother Branham said, Brother Branham Agamba, 86% as survey was done, and it was found out that the real converse to Christ Come, 86% come before 21. 86%. He said, even those who come at 90. But really, beyond a certain age, Someone becomes stiff or indifferent. Aguba becomes indifferent. Aguba. The best word, I don't know what to say about that. Nataraga. Aguba. Iras. I expire. He expires. 
What he knows is that not ready to learn. So even it becomes difficult for the Holy Spirit to show him the way. What he knows is what he knows. He's stiff. He's stiff one side. And when the Holy Spirit tells him, don't you see baptism was done everywhere in the Bible in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, but water is water. Water is water. He's stiff. But to the young people, they are strong. And God entrust them with his word. Porto Timothy. Let no man despise your youth. There is a mystery in young people. Jesus died a young man. At the age of 33, he finished his work of redemption. Moses was a young man. David when he slew Goliath. He was a young man. Solomon when he became a king. Solomon He was a young man. Young people. God has a lot of faith. In the youth. That's why we are here. That's why we have given attention to you. It is the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at what Brother Branham said. Here she says, uh, he is giving an illustration about uh, Mary. Magdalene when she saw Jesus in the house of the Pharisee and attended to he said she ran and looked for the best for the most expensive the best you know perfume and then he said she said I want the best spikenard box you've got. And she lays the money down. When he hears the click of the money, oh, that's different. So, so he said, See how much you got? She counted out 280 Roman denarii. And it's just enough. So he gives it to 
can hear him say, wonder where she's going. Wonder what's, what she's going to do with that. That was the last penny she had. But she knew it. And she knew he was deserving the best. She knew Jesus deserves the best. Hallelujah. She never said, give me a good one. She didn't say, give me a good ointment. She said, give me the best you got. Praise God. That's what we ought to do. Give him the best there is. The youth of your life. The youth of your life. That's the best of all our life. On earth, the best is the, the best is the youth. The most precious years, the prime age of e any individual, any human being. Emiaka ejisinga amakuru mubulambo muntu yena. Is that where you are now? Emiaka jori kolero. That is the prime. Eje ejisinga yo okubeje kukunara. That is the best. You give that to God. Give that to God. He deserves your best. The devil doesn't deserve your best. He deserves nothing from you. Amen. The devil, if I had an old egg, that's what I could offer him, but still I can't offer him. That egg when you are useless, you are Where they just cut you from the house to put you there too. So that's what I could give the devil, but still, since I gave everything to God, I have nothing to, to give the devil. Nothing for him. But Jesus deserves your best. Hallelujah! Amina. Amen. Yesu. Jesus. I gave him my life at 17. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is what he deserves. If I was raised in the message, in a saved family. 
Perhaps I would have given him from seven. Perhaps from seven. He deserves all. He deserves the best. Amen. 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 That's what you ought to do. Give him the best there is. The youth of your life. The best of your life. That's what Mary gave Jesus. Now, when Mary did that, Jesus said, she, she has become a shareholder in the gospel. <laughs> Everywhere this gospel will be preached. Her name will be mentioned. That's what Jesus said. You become a shareholder. When you give Jesus the best. Even after his resurrection, according to the book of Mark. The first person he appeared to was Mary. Magdalene. Even when he visited their home, Mary was just seated near him, enjoying fellowship. Martha was running up and down making fire cooking food and what not mopping the house and he said Lord don't you care when my sister has left me to, to die with work alone Jesus said leave her alone she has chosen the best hallelujah Choose the best. Her name will not die as long as the gospel lives. Because Jesus said so. Everywhere it will be preached. She will be mentioned. That's why we are preached. We are mentioning it after 2000 years. Here in Kitande Primary School. She gave Jesus the best. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Let me tell you. The things of God. When you choose the things of God. That is the best choice. And that is the right choice. There is no other choice like that. Because everything will pass away. But God and those who serve him will never pass away. Their names will never dim. Their names will never dim. Their name Daniel will never dim. The name Paul will never dim. The name David will never dim. Tell me who was the, Nalulu, the, the Miss Universe of the time of Daniel? Daniel. 
Who was the richest man in that time? Who was the best sports person in that time? Who was the best champion in boxing in that time? Whosoever whose name is still had is because he rubbed shoulders with a man of God. Agrippa is known because he rubbed his shoulder with Paul. Agrippa amanyikidwa kubanga yakontana ne Paulo. If you still want to be fame, famous, sorry. You'd rather stone me. At least you stone me. At least in Kube Jinja. There you will have a chance to be known. That there is a poor man, miserable man who stoned Gideon. There you will be talked about. But if I never rub shoulder with you, and you're not a believer, you will never be spoken of. You're all known now. Even the names of the presidents we've got tonight, they will be very, forgotten. very soon they'll be forgotten. But as long as eternity rolls, the name of a Christian, the name of a person who chose to serve God, will never dim on earth and even after here. The name Charles Finney, the name Dwight Moody. Dwight Moody. Moody. The name John Wesley. John Wesley. The name Charles Wesley. Charles Wesley. The name Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Those names can never die, my friends. They can never die. But the sinners of that time. Where are they? Their names got lost. Who was the richest person in the time of John Wesley? On Who was the Miss Universe? Who was the Nalurunji of, of Britain? Not known. Praise be the name of the Lord. That shows... That shows the only eternal one is Jesus. Jesus is the only one that is eternal. And once you are with him and in him, you share his eternal life with him on earth and in glory. He deserves your time. Your best. The wicked die and they perish. 
They get forgotten. And they cease. Praise the Lord. The wicked die and cease. And a man or a woman, when they are born, Era. and a man or a woman, let me begin here. Yeah, yeah, it's the one. And a man or a woman, when they are born, they raise up. Oh, let us, let us first read this, uh, this scripture. Ecclesiastes 12 of 1. If you are here and you have not made up your mind to serve Jesus, to follow him as your Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Amen. Amen. What I've said is enough to make you decide whom you're going to serve. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth while the evil days come not. Nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt, shalt say I have no pleasure in them. Ambuli zikumina biyoriso ka era ojuki diranga omutonziwo mubiro eviobu bubukabo enakwe mbi ngatezinajja nemiaka ngatejina sembera boriogeranti sigisa nyukira nakam. You remember him in the days of thy youth. Mujuki munakuzo bubukabo. And a man or a woman when they are born. They raise up to a young man. Young woman about the age of 20, 20, 25. And they are strong and healthy. And their hair is black. And the lady is beautiful. And the first thing you know, the wrinkles begin to slip under the eyes. The hair begins to turn gray. Death has set in. And it's going to take you. But God has completed his picture just what you will be in the resurrection. So God starts building your picture from birth and at 25 he has completed that picture. So now you start going down to die. You start dying but now because your picture is completed that's what you're going to be in the resurrection then he says so listen to this first to show that your picture is built up to that time secondly chapter 25 you start dying do you see how that prime life 
time is very short. That prime age is very short. Very, very short. And you are lucky that you've got here a preacher who is warning you and preparing you that light is about to go off that the sun is about to set you may think it's going to be long it is very short never be deceived that's one of the biggest uh, I mean temptation when you are young, energetic, you think it's going to be like that. For long. You think you are probably like that. It's very short. I tell you people, I was very strong. Those years I'm talking about. I was very strong. When I would feel malaria, eh? when I would feel malaria, when I, would just go I would just go jogging. And it's gone. Me, I believed my energy can, can match any enemy. <laughs> I would wake up early and run all those hills you are seeing in Kololo and come back through here through Murago go Makerere run all around and come back Kamocha and shower and you feel your body is like with no, springs. My friend. Why? Huh? How about today? <laughs> and I do that in the morning. And I do that in the evening. Today is different. And it doesn't take long. Just the other day. When I would be in a convention, when I were in a convention, I would be referred to as the young preacher. Na songo angako ngomubuli zomuto. Omuvukoyo, omuvuko muto, omuvuli zomuto. Omuvuli zomuvuka. Nekatindi mukade. But now I'm old. I remember it's just yesterday. But I remember just wakaita. So that time, that prime. Age is very short. Very short. And it's gone. So be, you better maximize it. No And use it rightly. Commit it to the faithful steward. Jesus said, Yes, Yagamba. I mean, Paul said, Paulo Yagamba. I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded. 
that is able to keep that which I committed unto him against that day when the evil time comes if you committed your life in Christ, you will never regret. He will take care of it. He's a faithful steward. Amen. Amina. Well, you see, the devil will tell you that you are going to lose some good time. You are going to lose some privileges. But he is lying to you. Especially you young people. Oh my. Why? The devil is lying to you. He tells you you are going to lose your some some there is something you are going to miss in the world. Something. He is lying to you. Especially you young people. Oh, you don't have to drink. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to run around in these places of amusement. So when we set our, what our our gauge for the youth, we, setting, we put it at, at twelve up to when one is not married or married. And some said, "How do you call a twelve-year-old youth?" Brother, sister. We thought they need to be prepared early enough. Because that time, prime youth is very short. God told Brother Branham at the age seven, never drink, never smoke. Never defile your, your body. In any way. For when you get older. There is a great work for you. So God wants you to prepare yourself. Don't destroy what God has prepared for you. By living an evil life. Sinful life. When you do, you can destroy all that God would have used you. You destroy your chances to marry a honorable man. Honorable man. If you are not careful, you lose your chances. Even for being used by God. Amen. 
Because you have not been prepared. How many today cannot be used? Can not be called in the ministry. Because they have a life that the word does not allow for them to be ministers. Because they were not warned, they were not prepared. But for you, you are very lucky that you have come to this convention to be told what precious thing you have. You are precious. You have a precious thing for the kingdom of God. Preserve it. The Bible says, never put your precious before the swine. The swine is the devil. The swine is the unbelievers. Don't join their groups. Don't have them for boyfriend, girlfriend. They're swine. They will eat all your treasures. And after that, they trump over you. They are swine. Those who were in speckled bird on Wednesday, you know what I'm talking You can relate to what I'm talking about. Be wise. You have something very precious for the kingdom of God. You hold it recklessly before swine. Before swine. And swine wants you to be his girlfriend. Swine tells you I love you. You're my bestie. What not? Swine. You're the daughter of Abraham. A daughter of God. You are the temple of the living God. Swine so calls you honey. Sweetie. Even swine eat sweet things. But you cannot invite sweet, uh, swine into your sitting room to eat with him. Let him find what he wants in the, in the Maya. But for you, the Bible warns you, never throw your pants, your precious things, before swine. Where do you keep your precious things? To God. I know whom I have believed. 
I don't know the best language I can use to show you how precious you are. You're so precious. The Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says He has made us kings and priests. Until the denomination of Bible translators could not imagine how we have all become kings. Until they put it like he has made us a kingdom. But the English says he has made us kings. You are a king. Why? Know thy soul. Discover who you are. You are a king. You are a priest. And you are a child of the king. You can't find the a son of the king of Uganda walking here in Kamocha eating donut on the roadside. Means he has forgotten what he is. He's sick. There is a way he behaves. Because he knows he's not an ordinary man. He's not like the others. He's a prince. He behaves a certain way. Even us, we are not ordinary. Hallelujah. A princess of Uganda. Cannot walk in Kamocha. And a boy uh, whispers to her. And she also stops. And she also goes to him. Unless she's mad or has a problem. But that one is an ordinary God. But you are a child of a king. A king of kings. A king of holiness. Therefore, you must know what you are. He has made us kings and priests. You see the devil tells you yeah. You are going to lose some good time You're going to lose some privileges But he's lying to you Especially you young people Omar, You don't have to drink you don't have to smoke. You don't have to run around in these places of amusement. Why? The Holy Spirit is a million times better than all the devil could ever offer to you. Let me tell you youth. 
Nothing in this world. No place, no entertainment, no place of amusement. Nothing you can eat, nothing you can drink, nothing you can experience in this life. That is so sweet. That's so, so satisfying. That is so nice. As the Holy Spirit. Nothing. Nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why God says, Come and drink without price. Without money. Why? You know how to get drunk on strong drink to have a big time. Sinners do that. But you don't have to do that. Because I've, I've been 23 years preaching. And I've been drunk the whole 23 years on the Holy Spirit. It's a stimulation itself. And it never lets up. And I've always got joy. Always got peace. Always feel good. The Lord is here. If I'm seeking body, if I'm seeking body, He's got me happy in the soul. If things are going good, things are going good in my soul, and bad in the body, over Vasa, it makes, it makes any difference. God, God always there. And I'm always stimulated with the pleasure that is joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's what it does for the believer. That's why one of the old prophets said, screamed and said, test and see. The Lord is good. Test and see. Oh, the Lord is good. Another one here he says, Elanagamba. You know, he's saying what I have experienced myself. To the young people, I would say this. This morning, after a birthday yesterday, after a birthday yesterday, of 40, 48 years in this life, 20 some old years of that, about 24 years I've spent for the Lord Jesus. As a boy of about 23 years old, I started preaching the gospel. I don't remember and let me tell you, don't think that you start later. Uh, uh, it is now or never. No, Chiri Kati Obate Chiriba. 
It is now or never. Youth. This is the time for serving the Lord. To me, anyone who has been, who has ever been called when he's old. Just a few. But, but rarely. Majority are called when they are young. If there is, he says, if there is any regrets that I have, any regret if I could touch a button this morning and go back to the fabulous age of about 16 or 17 I would only want to do it for one thing that is to serve Christ. That's what it means. To serve Christ alone. God who knows my heart knows that is true. Serve Christ alone. I have never seen anything or thought anything that, I, that ever compared with this blessed anchor of Christ in my heart. I don't know anything. I have sailed the seas. I have sailed the seas. I have flew through the airs. I have seen all the sights of the world has. I've seen the seven mysteries of the world. I've seen the seven outstanding sights rather of the world. I have seen all the mountain sights pretty near of the world. I'm a hunter. I've hunted in all kinds of nations. I've done everything. Finished. I've rode horses. I have ranched. I've done everything that I know to do. And I will say this. That there is all of it put together. Won't make one little dot to the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't be deceived. The devil is a deceiver. If a man comes and tells you, I'll take you to America. I'll take you to Chicago. I'll take you to Washington. We fly in the air. You say, wow. Wow. 
But they say he tells you he has sailed on the waters. He has fired in the air. He has gone to every city. He has seen the seven wonders of the world. Mountains everywhere. There is nothing that is so satisfying and so fulfilling. Not even a dot. There is a moment of feeling the joy and the love of the Lord. And someone deceives you that they are taking you to America. And you leave the word. Because of the boy you've met on Facebook. Because he's in America. They are suffering. They are not peaceful. America has got the biggest number of suicides. Uh, suicide. If it is so nice, why do they commit suicide? And you also get Come taken to America. Who is taking me to America? Don't, don't. The word says, don't. And the pastor tries don't to marry an unbeliever. No matter where he lives, no matter where he's taking you, he's taking you to America. He's taking me to Dubai. Dubai, no kufuwa, no kusomu komulunji weguti. But in Dubai, even having a fresh breath like this, it is a miracle. I'm going to have a plane. You feel that a plane is something special. We've flown. But there is nothing special. It is just sorrow. There is nothing good in them. You're always praying, when shall I live? But when you're in the presence of the Lord, you say, Lord, I don't want it to end. Lord, keep me in this manner. Let it not get away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is nothing special. As special as what you got. There is nothing precious which equals this. If you've ever listened to any sermon and you think it has got content, listen to this one. It is the one I'm giving to you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Together no. The meaning of serving Christ. Understand the meaning of using your youthful age. Choose Christ as your number one in your life. And follow him. And serve him. You will never regret. 
Hallelujah. Let us bow our heads. Close our eyes. Think on those words. The Bible says, Today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow is judgment. Don't miss your moment. Don't be passed by your moment. By your visitation. Young woman, young man, in your prime age, in the best of your age, when you are at your best, handsome, beautiful, strong, brilliant, attractive, Give that to God. He deserves that.